Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seeds website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a Friday morning at Wax, we're only, what, nine days away from Christmas. Good morning. Bob Bosol with you. And Merry Christmas to you. Hopefully you will be able to spend Christmas with your family, your loved ones, whoever that may be and wherever they may be. Hopefully the Christmas season is going to be a good one for you. Let's get back into the spirit of Christmas in this country. Well, good morning. It'll be a white Christmas around here and many other places around Wisconsin. I think everybody got some snow yesterday. Way up north, I saw a picture, some pictures on TV that uh, even out in the Black Hills, someplace in the Black Hills, they got over 60, 6-0, over 60 inches of snow. So uh, a lot of white Christmases around uh, the Midwest. But out there, of course, that's moisture that they can dearly use as it's been dry in many parts west of here for the growing season. Hopefully that'll all soak in and give them a good, good base for some moisture for next cropping season, although that's a long way away, but uh, they're pretty happy with heavy, wet snow. Hopefully you got it moved before it freezes because it's going to get colder We'll talk about that as we go along. The, the lead story of the day is the announcement was made yesterday of where and when Farm Technology Days 2024 will be in Chippewa County. And we'll talk more about that as we go along. But it's a place that many people are familiar with. Many people have been there many times over the years. So it's a familiar setting. And it will be an August show, too, August 13th through the 15th. It's uh, not going to be a July show because there are so many things that go on in Chippewa County during July that the infrastructure, you know, the uh, rescue, the police and fire, sheriff's office, they just uh, can't handle it. So, again, it will be in August in Chippewa County. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be at the Country Fest Rock Fest grounds just outside of Cadott. 
A lot of people, of course, have been thousands and thousands have been there over the years with Country Fest and Rock Fest. Jamie Close, of course, is the the farmer that farms the adjacent land around Country Fest. He will be the the host farmer, and uh, boy, oh boy, it's going to be a good show. So look for it. We'll talk more about that as we go along. But again, we know where it's going to be, and we know when it's going to be in Chippewa County in 2024. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And a little more snow today. Nothing uh, like we've had to move yesterday. But uh, there will be more snow in the forecast uh, today, tonight, and tomorrow. And temperatures still pretty decent, upper 20s today and tomorrow. Then it's going to cool off. It's going to feel more like December. Partly cloudy on Sunday. We should even see some sunshine on Sunday. But the high is only going to be about 14 and the chance of a little more snow on Monday with a chance of uh, snow again on Wednesday. But temperatures Monday 15, Tuesday 8 above, Wednesday about 11 above. So it's uh, going to get cold. So if you didn't get it moved yet, do it. That heavy, wet snow turns to ice. You're going to have some problems. But uh, again, we've got more snow in the forecast today, just a little bit compared to what we got yesterday. Some folks got a whole pile of it. We'll talk to Mike Dandry here in just a little while and find out uh, who got the prize, who got the most. I know some folks uh, did get some pretty heavy dough. Everybody got heavy, but uh, got a lot of accumulation as well. And right now, temperatures about 10 degrees cooler than they were yesterday morning. Yesterday, we were 33 at this time. Now... We're at 23 degrees. And temperatures about 10 degrees cooler this morning than they were yesterday, and uh, they'll get probably uh, 10 degrees colder than that starting about on Sunday as temperatures going to be in the teens to single digits after Sunday. But we'll talk more about that later. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Here's some early news. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. The Senate has approved a one-week funding bill to avoid a government shutdown. The government was set to run out of money today. The continuing resolution will extend funding for federal agencies for another week as Congress works to pass a massive full-year spending package. The measure now heads to President Biden to be signed into law. President Biden plans to soon visit Africa as his administration works to strengthen ties in the region. The United States is all in on Africa and all in with Biden told African leaders he's eager to visit the continent and will dispatch many of his top advisors to Africa, including Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. He didn't offer any other details on the visit. Harvard University has appointed its first person of color and second woman as president. Brian Shook reports. Claudine Gay will take office as Harvard's 30th president in July 2023. Gay received her Ph.D. in government from Harvard and has served as the university's dean of the Faculty of Arts and Sciences since 2018. She succeeds current president Lawrence S. Bacow, who announced in June he would be stepping down. I'm Brian Shook. A federal judge is preventing the Biden administration from ending Trump's Remain in Mexico policy. The 2019 policy forces those seeking asylum in the U.S. to wait in Mexico until their cases are heard, including those who are not from Mexico. President Biden had vowed to repeal the policy when he took office. 
And several states are dealing with the effects of tornadoes this week. There have been more than 50 reported in at least seven states across the south since early Tuesday. That includes Louisiana, where at least three people died and several others were hospitalized. About 20 tornadoes have been confirmed, including more than a dozen in the Dallas area. They were also reported in Oklahoma, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, about 10 degrees cooler this morning than yesterday morning. Snow, hopefully uh, most of it's out of the way now, but I'm sure there's still some plowing to be be done. So if the plows are out, just let them get her done because this heavy, wet snow, when it freezes, it's going to be an iceberg because it's kind of like a spring snow that we got in December. These heavy, wet snows usually come in about March and then... They go away. Well, it's only December, so they're not going to go away. Make sure you get it out of your way because it'll freeze into a big, big iceberg. So, again, a little more snow today. High about 27. 26 tomorrow with uh, some light snow as the system moves out of the state. Then partly cloudy on Sunday, but then it starts to get cold. Only 14 for the high on Sunday. 15 on Monday with a little more snow possible. And Tuesday, 8 above. Wednesday, 11 above right now. It's 23 above here, 25 in Rice Lake, Medford, Marshfield at 22, 24 in Wausau, 23 in La Crosse, 28 in Green Bay, 26 in the Madison Sun Prairie area, and Milwaukee still getting a little drizzle according to reports, and 32 degrees, and uh, just uh, remember, it's cooling off. And also remember, it's December. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get some market information to you, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. Cash livestock, choice-fed beef steers trading 143 to 152 with a mixed 108 to 142. Choice beef heifers 144 to 150, mixed 101 to 142. Choice-fed Holstein steers 128 to 148, select and silage-fed. 94 to 126. Cows 60 to 87. Bulls 70 to 97. The butcher hogs trading 55 to 83 this week. Sows 45 to 49 and a half. The boars 20 and a half and down. Short market lambs 105 to 114. The feeder lambs 131 to 280. Use 60 to 95 this week. Small goats 10 to 185. Medium goats 125 to 220. Large goats 120 to 250. Nanny goats 175 to 210. Obviously, you know, Jill usually does that in the morning, but uh, she's taking a little holiday holiday time off today so she can get ready. You're going to have a little family Christmas over the weekend. The kids are coming, so uh, I said take her off and uh, do some bacon. So she's doing that. And let's look at the Board of Trade. Corn and wheat were higher yesterday. Soybeans lower. Meal and oil were both uh, lower. Corn and wheat, while they were higher, pressured by outside markets, Overnight, March corn down a penny at six fifty two. The oats steady at three forty one. The wheat up two cents for March at seven fifty nine. And overnight, March soybeans fell five to six cents, fourteen seventy one. Meal up forty cents a ton at four hundred fifty three dollars even. Dairy markets mixed yesterday. Barrel cheese down five and a quarter, one seventy seven and a quarter. Black cheese down two at two hundred nine and a quarter. Butter up a penny at two eighty and three quarters. Class three, the near months were higher, not much, but they were higher. December up a penny at twenty fifty four. January up twelve at nineteen sixty four. February up nine at nineteen twenty seven. March unchanged nineteen forty six. April up fourteen at nineteen seventy seven. And taking a look at livestock futures, they were lower across the board yesterday. 
December live cattle, 154.05, down 45. February cattle, 154.85, down 85. April, 158.92, down 65. And June cattle, 155.40, down a half a dollar. Feeder cattle for January, 183.05, down 55. March feeders, 184.67, down 77. April, 188.25, down 67. May at 191.60, down 55. And August, also down 55 at 201.05. Lean hog carcass contracts, February down $1.75 at 81.65. April down 155 at 89.17. May down 112 at 95.85. And June down 105 at 104.02. So that's the way the markets look this morning on Wax, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. It's almost 10 after 5. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, the lead story in agriculture around our area, at least, is the fact that uh, Farm Technology Days announcements made yesterday for 2024. And Farm Technology Days will be held near Kadat at the Country Fest Rock Fest grounds in partnership with uh, Jamie Close, Close Farms. They will be the host farm for the event. Dates for the show in 2024, put them on your calendar, August 13th, 14th, and 15th. The site will have about 360 acres available for tent city, parking, staging, and field demonstrations. Chippewa County last hosted the show in 2004 at Hilger Farms near Bloomer. So again, uh, thousands and thousands of people know where that show is going to be right on Highway S. Country Fest, Rock Fest, the host grounds for Farm Tech Days in Chippewa County in 2024. And, of course, they can't have a July show because there's just too many things going on in Chippewa County. The fair, you got Country Fest, you got Rock Fest, and, you you know, you, you got other people there, so you can't use the grounds then. So it'll be a busy summer in 2024 there along Highway S. Well, it's time for the 2022 Census of Agriculture this month. Actual paper questionnaires are going out to well over 3 million farmers across the country to be filled out and returned by next February, but they're going to look for information for more than that because any operation that sells over $1,000 worth of farm production this year will be included in the count. Remember, it's the 2022 Census of Agriculture. USDA personnel will use uh, the rest of 2023 to complete the information with the complete census finished and published in the spring of 2024. So again, that information will be sent out, and they like it back in by February. So again, they got some things to think about. And we're going to talk a little bit more with uh, Sammy Brandner. Sammy, an agronomist in northern Wisconsin for uh, for DeKalb, Asgrove, and uh, Bayer Ag. We talked about smart corn a little bit. We're going to continue that and other things that are being done in research so we can grow better, healthier crops. We'll do that next right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, Marika Gouda, about February, should have a store in Eau Claire, out by, well, right across the road from Applebee's. And uh, they'll be in there with some other folks, but uh, you can get some good uh, Marika Gouda in Eau Claire starting about February, but it's always nice to take the drive to Thorpe. Well, the other day we started talking with Sammy Brantner, a northern Wisconsin agronomist with DeKalb Asgro, a part of Bear Ag. Talking about smart corn and uh, what's going on, or short corn, how that's developing. 
And I asked her about uh, the research that's all involved when they're developing uh, new hybrids like this. And I asked Sammy about uh, things that, that are all included. I said, are, are plant population, tillage practices, all kinds of things like that important for that kind of research? Absolutely it is. So we have our smaller research blocks that are being conducted across the U.S. Um, but then more locally, we have these agronomic trials that we're looking at. And that's what I got to get my hands on for this year. So the two that I'm focusing in on um, is really a population. So I've got uh, a block, five-acre block planted at 32,000 and a five-acre block planted at 40,000. And really trying to cross-compare what are the differences that we are we seeing here and what really is going to be that optimum planting population as we go forward now this is uh, strictly in the research area right now but what are you seeing just generally and again we're we're just looking at it this uh, although we're hoping to get her done soon right yep so we will probably this is going to be launched out more in the southern part um, of the state and even probably more down into Iowa, Illinois area in the first year. You know, hopefully in the next five years we'll start seeing some products uh, rolling forward in some of our more uh, commercial trials, um, MD trials, I guess is what, what I tend to call it on the inside front. Um, but hopefully by, you know, 24, 25, we could potentially start seeing some of these products in the plots. Full season hybrids are going to go from 80-day corn to 110-day corn in this? This is what we're looking at approximately? Well, to be determined. So right now what I'm looking at is um, 108 and 111-day product, and just just more to come on those ones. Like I said, we're still in the learning phases, and and we're just excited to have this new technology and um, new new products rolling out for us. And uh, Sammy Brantner is with us, who's DeKalb agronomist uh, for northern Wisconsin. And uh, you mentioned the technology and the new things going on. One of the things that we have kind of slowed down in the last few years, because of expense mainly, it's, is research and development, new chemistries. We've remixed a lot of chemistries to get different products, but Bayer is sticking some money into new chemistries. Yeah, so just when you're looking at Bayer itself, between the trace and the chemistries, we're sticking $2 billion um, into just our research and development, and we really take pride on bringing out products and technologies that are going to benefit that grower um, and, and help really try to combat anything that Mother Nature can try to throw our way. So we're really excited about the investments that we're making. And as we look into the next 10 years, we're going to have a lot of really exciting things to launch from both a chemistry aspect and a, a trait perspective as well from the seed corn side and soybean side. One of the words that uh, Bayer Ag is using is smart. We talk about smart corn, but smart stacks is also a very important part of the lineup. Yeah, so you think about Smart Stacks Pro is going to be huge for us. Um, we've got some corn rootworm pressure, and I know that just hearing the word corn rootworm gives some people some, some heartburn, I would say. More than heartburn. Uh, quite a bit of heartburn, I would say. So being able to bring a brand new mode of action to be able to combat corn rootworm is just game-changing absolutely game-changing out in the marketplace and it's been fun to see we currently have 107 day um, out and about across the southern part of the state so DKC 10733 our rib brand blend is the one that we've been able to push out this year and when you're comparing the roots um, feeding compared to you know the non-RNAi technology corn it's it's absolutely impressive and again that's Sammy Brantner Northern Wisconsin agronomist with the Calb Asgro Bayer Ag. And uh, again, lots of new things on the horizon, putting some money into R&D, and that's expensive.
kind of ladies' day on the program today because uh, you just heard from Sammy Brantner in a few moments. You're going to hear from Melissa Pluckelman over at the Farm Medicine Center in Marshfield. We caught up with her last month down at our farm broadcasting convention down in Kansas City. And we'll talk about uh, well, a little bit about the history and some of the things that uh, the Farm Medicine Center is working on now, obviously, Farm safety. 19 minutes after 5, 23 degrees right now. More snow in the forecast. Not as much as yesterday, but still a little bit. One of the longtime participants in our NAFB trade talk meetings are folks from the National Farm Medicine Center in Marshfield. And uh, that's because they've been around a while now. Melissa Pluckelman is with us. And uh, Melissa just had a celebration of longevity for the National Farm Medicine Center. We did. The National Farm Medicine Center celebrated their 40th anniversary last year, so we're in year 41 now. And the National Children's Center, which is kind of a center that works under the Farm Center, is celebrating their 25th year. And so we're celebrating some of the great milestones, all the great research projects we've been able to do, and the resources that we've been able to give back to farmers. And it's been interesting to watch the progression of the National Farm Medicine Center, ability to add staff, ability to add research focus, and it's growing. It is. You're absolutely right. When I started five years ago, there was about nine people on staff, and now we've upped that to about 20 people. And that's so great because the more research we can do and the more we can follow the trends of agriculture, the more resources we can come up with and give back to farmers. Because at the end of the day, all we want is for farmers to go home tuck their kids into bed, and get a good night's sleep themselves. And that is not always easy to do on the farm. What are some of those things you're focusing on as far as helping farmers get a better night's sleep, raise a better family, because it's challenging? It is challenging. We could make a list a mile long of all the stresses farmers have. The weather, it it might be the cost of inputs, the supply chain problems and challenges. It might be the lower cost of outputs. You know, we know, we know that farming is stressful. And what we're finding now is that when an adult is stressed out on the farm, their children also feel that stress. And so we did a survey of farmers and their children, and we found the more stress that the adult is, the more stress the youth has. And that youth takes that stress with them to school, to sports practices, to their clubs and organizational meetings. And so we need to start talking to youth about why they feel that stress and what those feelings are. Because sometimes youth just don't understand yet the feelings of stress and depression. So talking to them about, yes, there are challenges on the farm, but these are the things that we do to overcome those challenges, and these are some ways that you can cope with those feelings of stress. Challenges get them to accept maybe that they're under stress that they don't realize, starting at the parental level. How do you do that? How do you break through that barrier? I think it's important to just keep having those open conversations. Just talking to your neighbor, to your spouse, to your child, just having those conversations and saying, this is a challenge that I'm going through right now, and this is how I'm going to overcome the challenge, and this is what I'm feeling. And stress shows up so different in different people. It might be that you eat less, or maybe you eat a lot more when you're stressed. 
it might be a lack of sleep or some people sleep a lot more. So it looks different every time. But when you see your behaviors start to change, that's when you should recognize a little bit of stress in yourself. Or if you see behavioral changes in someone close to you, you don't just have those conversations with them. Hey, how are you feeling? Tell me what's going through your mind. Just letting them be able to talk it out. Sometimes that's all they need. It starts with the parents of accepting the fact that maybe there are some things that are too stressful for them to really handle the right way and it is affecting all the way down to the kids. So you have to get to the adults first. How much of a barrier is it? Because farmers are proud people. How much of a barrier is it to get farmers to just, I need some help, especially with my kids. I don't want this to get off the rails. How, how do you approach that? It is challenging, and it's challenging to reach every farmer individually. So something good that we're asking farmers to do is go over and talk to your neighbor. There's a campaign out there, hashtag Farm Neighbors Care. And Farm Bureau actually started this, and they've gotten a bunch of different organizations together to help find resources and help farmers to tell them, you know, care about your neighbor and have them care about you, and that's really going to help you first and foremost. And just... Because you're, you're right, I can't go out and talk to every farmer about what they're feeling and the stresses that they have and all the different things. But if we can get neighbors to talk to each other and open up and admit to some of these feelings, that's really important. And you talk about, yes, farmers are proud and they're resilient. And we always hear, that, you know, they pull themselves up by their bootstraps. But it doesn't have to be like that. They don't have to go through these challenges alone everybody's feeling them. So when you have these challenges, instead of sitting and letting them mill about in your own head, get them out and talk to somebody and figure out what other resources are out there for you. Another great resource is the Farm Center at DadCap, where they have mental health and stress-related programs available for farmers. And it doesn't always have to be for yourself. If you see your neighbor or your spouse struggling, call that farm center and get some of, get some tips and help from them. Ask them what things you can talk to your neighbor, or your spouse, or eventually your kids about. But you're right. We do have to get adults to kind of recognize that this is a real thing, but it's not a bad thing. You know, we talk about if you break your leg or you break your arm, you're going to go to the doctor. Well, why is the stress in your mind any different? If you're so stressed out that it's debilitating to you or to your farm, get some help. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that dovetail into, you know, kind of the rest of your mission at the National Farm Medicine Center, you know, all of a sudden, you have an accident, something happens, maybe it was due to the fact that you were not concentrating on this task, you were worried about paying the electric bill or whatever the case may be, and uh, kids pick up on that more than other adults. That's true. Kids do pick up on that. They see what's going on. A lot of times we think that we're keeping them at arm's length. We're keeping them protected from the stress, but they feel it. It's just like when you work with an animal. If you're really stressed out and you're working with an animal, the animal is more stressed as well. They feel that. It's the same with your children. They know. They know when things are going wrong. They know when you're not as happy. They know when you're uncomfortable, and they have those same feelings. And so we can't just keep them at arm's length. We need to open up to them, too, and talk to them about what we're feeling and why it's going to be okay. Melissa Pleckelman is with us from the National Farm Medicine Center. And, Melissa, the thing is, for these challenges, you guys have been working on on programs for 40 years for helping kids get through things, farming safely, handling livestock, because if, if you're not happy on the farm and you've got livestock, maybe you're taking out your livestock, you're not even aware of it. 
That's true. And with livestock, you need them to produce. Maybe you're making, maybe you're producing milk, maybe you're producing a meat product, whatever it is, but you need them to produce. And when they're stressed, they have less production. So really by keeping yourself calm, you really keep your farm running better. You get more production and it's healthier all around. Melissa Pluckelman from the National Farm Medicine Center. Again, they've got so many programs. Uh, you know, if you're having stress on the farm, I mean, as she said, the kids can feel that. And uh, the holiday season, you don't want to have that. You want to have uh, good, healthy relationships with your family and your animals as well. Go to their website. They've got a lot of resources available. The National Farm Medicine Center, what a a great resource to have right here in our part of the country. And again, as Melissa said, over 40 years old now. Man, I remember when they started, uh, Dr. Dean Emanuel, and it's uh, really, really quite an organization. No question about it. Dr. Barb Lee had been over there for, I think, since the inception as well. Great group, and they do a lot of great things. We'll find out what's going on around here. We'll catch up on some news next, right here on Wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 29 minutes before 6 o'clock on a Friday morning here at Wax. We're going to catch up with Mike Dandry and get an update on this weather, how much snow we got, how much we're going to get, how cold the temperatures are going to get. So a lot to talk to him about. But before that, we got to catch up on some of the local news. Let's find out what Morgan McCarthy's got going on this morning. Morning, Morgan. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. Mother Nature continues to get our attention for the most part. But in other headlines, a Russ County Walmart employee charged with theft for allegedly stealing between thirteen and $15,000 in cash and merch from the store from April to June. As we now know, 32-year-old Sabre Grafe of Ladysmith admitted to investigators she stole from the store because her family was broke and needed a lawyer. There's a security footage tape of her taking at least 11000 In other headlines, the Wisconsin Department of Justice investigates an officer-involved shooting in Adams County. Authorities there say they responded this week to a domestic disturbance in the 400 block of Ember Avenue. That's the town of New Chester. The deputy ended up shooting a person who was armed with a knife. The offender sent to the hospital in stable condition. A Taylor County man has been arrested in Jackson County for driving drunk for a fifth time. Police say 37-year-old Jason Tweak was clocked at over 100 miles an hour around midnight on Monday. Tweak failed his field sobriety test. Closer to us, Eau Claire Fire Department urging you to maybe keep those fire hydrants clear of snow. Of course, the white stuff keeps falling. And uh, Deputy Fire Chief Alan Bertrang says that'll help save critical minutes if they aren't responding to a fire emergency. A few feet on all sides of those red hydrants should be free and clear. Just a heads up, two warming shelters are here open in Eau Claire County. Info online, 715newsroom.com. On that note, if some of the cold weather is giving you the Kleenex tissues and a roll-up on the couch, well, UW Health officials are looking to give some advice when it comes to the flu shot, Dr. Jasmine Zapata saying. Rest assured that we wouldn't be recommending this to you if we didn't feel like it was safe and effective. A few weeks ago, I actually got my flu and COVID shot at the same time. I recommend it to my family, my closest friends, and now is the time for all of us to get protected so that we can go into the new year safely. You can find more uh, info online, local shot opportunities, if that's something you're interested in, 715newsroom.com. We have snow today. Last year was that tornado in Stanley. You remember that? Well, we can tell you now a year later, Woodrow's Auto Repair Shop in Stanley will reopen after being destroyed by that 21 tornado. Of course, now they'll be dealing with probably putting on a lot of snow tires, right? The twister struck a year ago, and the owners there now say it completely destroyed their location. They've been working all year, and they're hoping to reopen soon. They just have a few more technicalities 
to take care of. And when it comes to our heroes and saluting them around the holidays, there are options. The Virginia Red Cross is taking part in its annual Holiday for Heroes campaign. Local Red Cross chapters are collecting snacks like Rice Krispie treats and Pop-Tarts. A Red Cross official tells NBC12 you would be amazed at the thank you notes and cards they get over those creature comfort items. I'm Rebecca Hughes. And with that, we send it back to the barn with Bob and your Midwest Farm Show. Live, local, and right along with you on Wax 104.5. Thank you, Morgan. And always good to have Morgan with us in the morning. I'm sure she's out shoveling. Right now, knowing uh, how she likes to get outside and exercise, good to, good job for her, too. Hey, check the schools. If you're wondering about your school, close today, all late starts. We haven't talked much about that this morning. But you can go to waxradio.com, and all that information brought to you by Hovland's and Service Master of the Chippewa Valley, or our friends over at uh, Channel 13. Go to weau.com and punch up closings, and they'll have the update of closings and late starts and all that stuff, because there are some around the area, all because of this guy. <laughs> That's quite the introduction, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Gandry over at Skywarn 13. Well... <laughs> it was heavy and it was wet and oh my goodness, Gertie! I'll tell you, I got muscles that are sore that I didn't even know were sore, and I use mostly the snow blower. But uh, that stuff is heavy, and if you have, like I said earlier, if you haven't moved it yet, move it because it's so wet and it freezes. It's going to be like an iceberg out there. Mike Dandry, by the way, with us from Skywarn Thirteen this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like you said, an iceberg potentially, and. Get this, Bob. My snowblower yesterday didn't start. No, uh, really. Yep, and I have a long driveway, so that was uh, that was fun. I, I say that very sarcastically. If you, <laughs> if you didn't catch that, well, that's where you got to find some new friend. I found a new best friend. <laughs> so speaking, I've heard. Speaking of that, he lives right kitty corner across the street. Just moved in uh, last spring, last summer, and I hadn't really met him yet. And uh, his name is Alex, and a uh, young guy, and. I was out blowing my driveway, and I saw he come home. He came home, and he's got a truck with a plow on the front, so he plowed his. Took him no time, just a little short huh. driveway. And then the snow, big city plow came by and blew my driveway full. After oh, I, got, and I, I knew it was coming, and I was just waiting for him to come by, and I'm glad they did. Yeah, when they did, and all of it. You know, and I had another neighbors over there helping me shovel that out. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, here comes the white truck with a plow. And, <laughs> and I thought, we better get out of the way. I think he means business. And he got in there, and he took that whole load of snow that the snow plow put in, and in one pass, got it uh, all out of the way. So my new best friend, Alex. There you go. Well, uh, that's what you got to find. Yeah, I know. I need to get one of the, well, my neighbors don't have plows, at least not that I know of. But, uh, yeah, they've, they've got snow blowers, so I, and they're nice people. I've met them. So well, I, that's good. That's good. Maybe if they see your driveway is still full of snow this morning, they'll go do it while you're at work. That would be great, <laughs> and uh, especially considering a little bit more snow is expected to fall oh boy. Uh, going into today. Now, it's not going to be as heavy because the temperatures aren't going to be as warm, Well, relatively speaking, of course. Uh, we'll be mostly into the 20s for today. And again, chances for snow showers on and off, potentially into tomorrow morning before giving way to more cloudy conditions. And then the deep freeze going into next week. Our highs only into the single digits for Tuesday through Thursday. Could have a chance at some snow showers on Wednesday as well. Something to to watch out for because it does look like we're going to have a white Christmas. If you're dreaming about that, it's becoming a reality. But right now, still some snow falling and a temperature of 23 degrees. All right, and enjoy the 20s because they won't be around long. Yeah, no, those single-digit highs, they'll they'll get you overnight lows below zero. 
Yeah, bundle up, Bob. Yeah, that's what I say. Get that wet snow out of the way, because if it freezes, it's going to be like an iceberg. You'll have a glacier in your driveway. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> you better uh, tape the rest of your weather and go home and borrow the neighbor's snowblower. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> See you later. Have a good weekend, Bob. There he goes. Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13 this morning. As we look at the weather on Wax, again, 23 degrees right now. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got more farmers to look at, but uh, visiting Mike Dandry, and I was telling about my uh, my new best friend, Alex, lives across the street from me now, with his uh, down the street with his, his snowplow truck. And uh, I got another this morning from Carla Casca, and you might uh, know the Coscas here in Eau Claire County. They had uh, the... Uh, Castle Rock Organics for uh, for quite a while before they uh, took that uh, out of business. And uh, again, just a, a great family. But uh, I saw this, and, and this really caught my attention. Carla inviting the family for an old-fashioned Christmas. And uh, I won't read it all, but part of it, and I think this is the, the spirit of the season, is to get together with family and friends to get together with family and friends. And she says here as part of her message, I would like to ask that we have a cell-free day together and really enjoy each other and our traditions. Bring board games, cards, ice skates, sleds, fishing poles, or whatever you might like to do to, again, get together with family and enjoy the family and enjoy traditions. But uh, that's a good idea, Carla. Cell-free day, and I hope... uh, I hope we can do that. That's nice because, uh, boy, we get addicted to those things, don't we? All right, we've got uh, 19 minutes before 6 o'clock. Again, 23 degrees. More farm news. We'll catch up on a lot of stuff, including markets, coming up on Wax. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's almost a quarter to six if you're uh, getting ready to get off third shift or whatever the case may be. Again, as far as schools are concerned, check online because that's uh, the easiest way to do that. Waxradio.com and all those informations, all that information about the schools brought to you by Hovlands and Service Master of Chippewa Valley or our friends over at Channel 13, WEAU.com and then punch up closings and uh, they'll give you the late starts and all that sort of stuff. But there are still some out there as they clean up this snow and a little bit more today, as a matter of fact. While the National Agricultural Statistics Service finished their review of the 2022 cropping season and the review for Wisconsin shows corn planting got off to a slow start, but by June 5th, 90% of the corn was planted and after a dry growing season in some areas the harvest began for corn silage in mid-august and 97 percent of the chopping was done by the end of october for grain corn 87 percent of the crop was off by the end of november soybean planting started slow but that job was about done by the first week in june and by the end of october most of the crop was in the bin for alfalfa this was a good year the alfalfa crop came through the winter with about 90% of the stands suffering no winter injury, no winter kill, with farmers starting their haymaking as they do now before Memorial Day. And in many cases, farmers got four cuttings this year. And some other interesting statistics in this day of global warming, the average temperature during the growing season, June through September, was 65.6 degrees. That's almost two degrees cooler than last year. And from April through September, rainfall averaged 21 and a half inches, about the same as last year, but about two inches less than normal.
And again, uh, the big news of the day, the announcement made yesterday that Farm Technology Days 2024 will be held near Kadat at the Country Fest Rock Fest Grounds in partnership with Jamie Close and, and his Close Farms. And uh, Jamie farms a lot of ground, and uh, that'll be actually Jamie's farm. Close Farms will be the host farm for the event. Country Fest Rock Fest will be the host grounds for the event. And if you're familiar with it, it'll be across the road from where the stage is and a lot of the parking, a lot of the activities. It'll be, uh, as you go further north, up S or further west, I should say, on S, and uh, then it'll be back in there where the uh, camping is, and a lot of roads are in there already, so it's a pretty well-set-up site already. About 360 acres will be available for tent city parking, staging, and field demonstrations, and back in 2004, the last time that uh, Chippewa County hosted that show, that was uh, Hilger Farms near Bloomer. And we've got more coming up, but uh, need more power in your equipment? Here's a way to do it. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 12 minutes before 6 o'clock. You get a little more snow out there today. High about 27. It's market time. Let's head over to the Equity Altoona Barn and uh, find out what happened yesterday at the Thursday sale. Here's Jim Lindsay to tell us. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar twenty to a dollar forty six. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers a dollar twenty to a dollar forty five. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar thirty to a dollar forty three. We had an extreme top of a dollar forty seven and a half. Choice Holstein steers a dollar fifteen to a dollar twenty nine. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers a dollar fourteen and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from sixty eight to eighty. We had a top of eighty two and a half. Sixty percent of the cows sold from forty seven to sixty seven. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from forty six and down. Organic market on Tuesday, 80% of organic cows sold from 80 to 92. The bottom 20% of organic cows sold from 79 and down. Cow bulls sold from 65 to 90. We had a top of 93. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from 40 to $130 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $40 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $340 per head. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, December 16th, starting at noon. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get more markets. Ten minutes to six. Head over to the Equity Stratford Sale Bar. Jerry's over there in central Wisconsin, uh, Marathon County. Well, what's the result of uh, all the snow and heavy, wet snow over there, Jerry? Well, I don't have a definite amount. Good morning to you, Bob, anyway. but, but uh, Anyway, I don't have an amount on the uh, depth of the snow, but in, I don't know, 8, 9, 10 inches. But the, that's not the real issue. The real issue is going to be the weeks it's going to take to clean up all these trees. And uh, we are talking this morning to uh, some neighbors, and if you're... Well, if you're planning on going somewhere that people living on side roads, better call ahead because there's a good possibility you might not be able to get through yet. So, yeah, you should. Well, that's a good job for you. That'll give you something to do all winter. Go out and make more wood. Well, i got to take care of what I have in my own yard first. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it is. Be careful because that was heavy, wet snow, that's for sure. Well, wrap up the week for us. I'm sure it was a challenge at the sale barn yesterday. 
Well, it's been a challenge the last two days, but anyway, we are conclude the week here at Equity Stratford, and Bob, we will give the folks a recap. Again, I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. On the cow market and the close yesterday, high-yielding uh, Holstein cows selling from 68 to 82. Most of our cows this week sold between 52 and 68. Uh, thinner cows, like carcass cows, 51 and below. Organic cows on Tuesday, mostly from 80 to 85. Uh, lower-yielding organics, 80 and below. Now in the Fed cattle trade, choice-grading Holstein steers this week. We're selling mostly from $1.18 uh, to $1.36. High-yielding choice prime-grade Holsteins from 136 to 145. Select and underfinished cattle, 115 and below. Bull trade, conventional bulls, these are 82 to 95. Lighter bulls, 80 and below. Uh, calf market much lower here at the end of the week. Good quality Holstein bull calves yesterday, mostly 50 to 130. Again, on Monday's auction, a very strong market on the bull calves on Monday. A lot of bull calves on Monday from 150 up to a top of 195. Effort calves this week, uh, mostly 30 to 75. Beef calves, 150 to 300. We did top at 365 on Monday. And a look ahead to next week here at Stratford, full marketing week on tap. Hopefully the weather will be more cooperative. I know it's going to be very cold. Uh, but anyway, uh, Monday auction, a uh, regular market on Monday. Our next hay sale will be the 20th. We do have a um, dairy cattle sale on uh, the 20th also. We do have a nice, uh, real nice uh, uh, consignment of Holstein, first lactation Holstein, other freestall cows from an organic dairy. So... More information on that on our website. Check that out. That will be on for Tuesday at 11 o'clock. The auction will be uh, full market day, including the feeder cattle sale. And just one note also, looking ahead a little bit, uh, Christmas and New, Year's, and New Year's this year, of course, are on Sunday. So really no disruption in market activity. Uh, uh, full marketing weeks, both Christmas week and New Year's week, just as uh, uh, folks want to know that for their information. So anyway, Bob, that's what I have. That's a raw folks, deal. Huh? That's a raw deal for the guys and the gals at the sale barns. Well, um, <laughs> I guess that's just the way it is. <laughs> I know. It, it happens every few years like that, uh, don't you know? Well, I know you're going to have a Do you want to give your phone number out in case people need help clearing wood? You're good with that chainsaw. <laughs> for about 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, you have a good weekend, and uh, hopefully you get things cleared up, and we'll talk to you next week. You too, Bob, and thank you. And folks, do drive careful, and... Uh, uh, we'll uh, hope everybody has a good weekend, and Bob, we'll talk to you Monday morning. You bet. We'll be, uh, well, somebody will be here Monday morning. <laughs> Don't know if it'll be me. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, before we wrap up the markets and uh, get on to Alex and the morning crew, don't forget, there's only a couple days left now to get this done. Win a half a hog for the harvest. As a thanks for all your hard work, our farm team, yours truly, Jill, Kristen, want to want to thank you. And we've got a gift of pork for the season. You can win a half hog and a chest freezer. The hog coming from Smith Brothers Meats of Colby and a chest freezer from Abbotsford Appliance. Now, you can register for that. You don't have to answer questions or do any, make phone calls. Just go to Midwest Farm Report. Go to that Midwest Farm Report tab at waxradio.com or on your app to register, and uh, thank you for all the hard work you do. We talked about the review of the cropping season, of course, taking care of animals through the winter season. It's a challenge out there, so for all the farmers in our listening area, thank you for what you do, and as we said, only a couple days left, so get yourself registered. Midwest Farm Report tab at waxradio.com 
or on your own app to register. Board of Trade. Well, corn and wheat were higher yesterday. Beans were lower. Meal and oil kind of backed off. Overnight, March corn down a penny at 652. The oats at 341. March wheat up to at 759. March soybeans down 5 to 6 overnight, sitting at 1471. Meal up 40 cents a ton at $453. Country elevator prices, wheat and grain today. Corn at Chippewa Falls, 595. Beans 1408 at Connorsville. Corn 595. The beans at 1398. On the DTN screen, Baldwin has corn at 607. Beans 1396. Duran 598 and 1390. Mondovi corn 609. 1395 on the beans. Elmwood 607 for the corn. $14 even on the soybeans. Fall Creek is 589 and 1375. Osseo has corn at 612. Their beans at $14 even. Out at Elk Mound, $6 corn and beans at 1398. Down at Sparta, 596 for the corn, 1376 at Melrose Farm Service. Ellsworth, 577 and 1346. Ethanol plants, Boyceville, 625 for the corn. Stanley, 612. New Richmond, 609. Cheese was down. Barrels down five and a quarter, 177 and a quarter. Blocks down two at 209 and a quarter. Butter up one at 280 and three quarters. Class three higher for the near months. December up one at 2054. January up 12 at 1964. February up nine at 1927. March unchanged. 1946 and April of 14 at 1977. Prices were actually higher out through July. So again, have a good weekend. Get the snow move because, uh, as you're going to find out, we're going to get a little bit more. We're going to let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadak. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.